we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday, and we got our special guest host. She's back, Kiki. Good morning, friends. Hey. Good morning. Good morning, friend. Shot Town's own. Oh, you know it. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Okay, I love it. You know, I ordered me a little chef from Renaissance, but it didn't get here. So you get it? Yeah. One of my little baby shops. Yeah, I was trying to give me one, but it didn't. It didn't arrive. Get it yet? But you know, maybe he'll come through a little later. Well, Kiki is joining us, and also Michael Bivens is our special guest this morning. He has a documentary out. You know, Michael Bivens from BBD New Edition. Another bad creation. If you don't know Michael Bivens, you ain't black. Boys to men. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Michael Bivens, you ain't black. Okay, you Pence. Me? Okay. And I said Pence. Okay, bye. Joe Biden. Same, same, same white man. Same white man. It's another version of a different white man. Damn That's it, man. all. Damn it, man. That's all. All right. That's all. But that documentary, uh, it's, it's out today, right? 
Yeah, the hustle of Mike Bivens. Yes, I think it's out today. Out on, today. On all black. Yeah, six one seven. The hustle of Mike. The hustle of at six one seven. Mike Biv. That's right. And yes. salute to Dave Chappelle. Today's Dave Chappelle's birthday. Today is his born day. So salute to Dave Chappelle. Drop a bomb for Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a milestone number right mm-hmm. there. It's a milestone yeah. number. Yeah. What you did last night? Did y'all do anything fun yesterday at all? I was watching uh, the, the debate. debates. Yeah, yep. debate. I, wa- I walked around the city a little bit, and um, it's just crazy being here mm-hmm. and then walking outside. People was really like, "You the girl that was on there this morning? Why was you up there with them?" So I met a lot of y'all haters yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh huh. But they didn't know I was from Chicago, so it didn't really get to you know. I had a strap on me. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, right, everything was culture. Well, I, don't, I don't know if it's necessarily haters, but it's people that like to debate the things that uh, yes we discuss. Yes, yes. So, all the time. So that can vary from day to day. So, yes. so one day they might agree. Another day they might be a, mm-hmm. a, you know, against something that was said. That's yes. true. That's yes. fact. That, that, now that is true. They're very they passionate. They definitely always want to uh, debate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Even when you got to catch a flight and they're like, hey, 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 I got a question. Yeah. Uh, six months ago, you said, I'm like, what? I said, what? <laughs> so said, huh? What? What you said? Huh? Yeah. I'm all for that. Just just approach me about something that I said. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Hello. Yeah. Don't come to me about something Envy said or uh, somebody else said. Come to me about something I said. Mm. You know? Yeah, shout yeah. out to the dude that lives in uh, Times Square. He talked to me for about an hour mm-hmm. about stuff. I was like, I wasn't even there, bro. I wasn't even there. That was, yeah, I, was, I, was, I wasn't even that, there, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. We got a lot to discuss. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, of course, turned himself in yesterday. Your President Trump, your ex-President Trump, he's turning himself in today. That we'll mugshot going to be popping. I'm telling you, that, that mugshot t-shirt, Trump campaign will be selling those by tomorrow for $100 a pop. Mark my words. Trump yeah. should do something wild, like get a baldy. Just go there with a bald head so it looks Boy, fake or something. He's going to look ridiculous any, either way he shows up. Yeah, true. Get him a new wig. I mean, you can, and we can pre-order him right now That's on right. my Instagram. Oh, boy. That's Come right. on. Add on there, Kiki. That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. we got our guest co-host, Kiki, joining us today. Good morning. And let's get right in front page news. Teslin Figaro, good morning. Good morning, DJ NV. Good morning, Kiki and Charlamagne the God. Peace, hey. Let's jump right into a lot going on. You want to start with Rudy Giuliani? Yeah, let's start with Rudy Giuliani. Uh, I'm sure many of you saw that mugshot circulating the internet yesterday. It was actually several mugshots, but Rudy Giuliani, obviously him, him being the former New York mayor, stood out to many. Uh, we know that he was Donald Trump's lawyer and confidant. He turned himself in in jail on yesterday in Atlanta with charges that related to overturning the then President Trump's laws in 2020. Now, the former New York mayor was indicted last week along with Trump and 17 others. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Will said that they participated in the wide range of conspiracy to subvert the will of the people. So his bond was set for $150,000, uh, was only second to Trump's $200,000. Uh, they got some reaction from him coming out of a jail. Let's listen. Do you regret attaching your name to the former president? <laughs> I am very, very honored uh, to be involved in this case because this case is a fight for our way of life. This, this, in, this indictment is a travesty. It's an attack on not just me, not just President Trump, not just the people in this indictment, some of whom I don't even know. This is an attack on the American people. If this could happen to me, who is probably the most prolific prosecutor, maybe in American history, and the most effective mayor for sure, it can happen to you. Uh, I wonder how much the Rudy Giuliani uh, mugshot t-shirt going to go for. <laughs> I think it'll do. I think it'll do well in New York. Like there's a lot of you mm-hmm. know uh, New Yorkers who, who who love Mayor Giuliani who feel like he was one of the best mayors ever. About twenty five bucks. Yeah. 
25 in New York? Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus yeah. shipping. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Canal Street, 999. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can see that happening, though, yeah. by the way. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and even if you're not a fan of Rudy Giuliani, if you're one of the people who, you know, went to, went to jail or prison because of Rudy Giuliani, Ooh. you, you definitely might, have that you shirt. might want to yeah. throw that mugshot T-shirt on, you mm-hmm. know, just to say, hey, how it feel? That's right. Now, Donald Trump, what time does he have to turn himself in? Yeah, well, you know, she gave everybody uh, until noon uh, to turn themselves in. As of yesterday, this is about seven hours ago, nine uh, defendants have surrendered and 10 have not. So we should see quite a few mugshots going out today, including President Trump. And now we can say for sure, guys, that you think uh, she, President Trump will be taking that mugshot. You know, we wondered, uh, would she do that? It looks like Fannie Willis uh, is definitely the one that's, that's going to make the former president stand that line and, and pose for the camera so we should start seeing that roll on out this afternoon all those other people got to go before trump i'm sure trump would like to go last just for the theatrics of it all because <laughs> that trump mugshot t-shirt i'm telling you it's gonna be uh, trump's campaign gonna be selling it by tomorrow for a hundred dollars a pop and y'all mm. gonna be buying him helping him with his legal fees yes. i guarantee it it's gonna happen mm. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, I know next hour we're going to be talking about the Republican debate last night a lot. It was very spicy last night, huh? Very spicy. One thing Republicans do is keep it spicy. So, yeah, when we come back in the second hour, we're going to break all that down and have some highlights for you. Was Larry outside? Do we know? We don't know where Larry is. Okay. <laughs> all right. Get it off your chest. Eight on the stage. We know that for sure. Five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Phone lines are wide open. Let us know how you're feeling. How you woke up this morning. How your day was yesterday. All that good stuff. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Rob, man. Calling from the FC, 843. What's up, brother? 843, low country. What's happening? Get it off your chest. What's happening, man? Just call, man. I just want to shout out to The Breakfast Club, man. I listen to y'all guys every morning. And I just want to tell y'all I appreciate everything y'all doing for the community, man. And we, we riding with y'all over here. And see, Charlemagne, what's happening, bro? What's up, family? How you doing, brother? Good, good, man. I just want to hey, last thing, man. Lock Trump up, man. Throw away the key. Well, we about to see. Yes, Y'all have a good day, man. You have yes, a good sir. one, too. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hello? Hey, good morning. Peace and blessings, Envy. Sean Stone, what up, brother? Get it off your chest. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Kiki, how you doing? Hey, friend. Hey, Charlamagne. Peace, King. How you doing, black man? I'm good, man. I'm here at work, man, hustling, trying to make it out. Same, hey, same. <laughs> I got you. Envy, you know, I just wanted to say I, I want the four-pack passes, oh, you want, man. Oh, you want the four-pack to my car show? You coming this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to bring my nine-year-old son, man, but the only thing is I didn't get my ticket in my email yet, man. They're good. We got you, Sean Stone. If you won, yeah, yeah, we got you. My my son will be there too. So if your son's into the games right. or any of that, because my son's a gamer right. now, so that they could just chill and be games. You could just I, sit back, I, relax, I, and just have a drink, brother. That's gonna be dope, man. I can't wait to see you again, man. It's been a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. It, it's a it's a two day show, so you can come Saturday and Sunday. And of course, we got. I'm gonna come Sunday. We come Sunday. Cars, amusement rides, and all that other stuff. So yeah, bring the whole family out. There's gonna be music. Yeah. We have a lot of fun, man. It's a family fun day. Well, the reason why I'm coming Sunday is because Saturday I go to church. You know what I mean? I keep the Sabbath. That's right. Oh, you go to church on Saturday? Yes, sir. You got to keep church with me too, Charlamagne. I know you go to church on Sunday, but 
I tap in every day. I was this morning. I was actually riding in, listening to Sarah J. Roberts, uh, the mystery of grace sermon from Sunday. It's good to tap in every day. I hear you. But the correct worship day in the Bible is the Sabbath day. Seven day of the week. Okay. Yes, sir. All right, love. Peace, King. Peace. Okay. I worship every day, though. I used to go have to do Kingdom Hall, I mean, uh, field service on Saturday because I grew up Jehovah Witness. Mm-hmm. Man, that was tough. You know, Saturday morning cartoons we grew up on in the 1900s. You know what I mean? I have to give up, get up and go to do field service on a Saturday. You still got it in you. What, did Jehovah Witness? Yeah, like, let's knock on my door. Knock- <laughs> what, what you gonna say? <laughs> I want to see if you still got the script in I don't you. even remember, I don't remember the, what we used to say. Wow. I just remember we used to have to have the watch towels in the awakes. I don't remember. What I don't be seeing them in jerseys like that. In, in Queens, uh. all the time. It was like a, here they come, here they come, here they come, turn the light. I don't no, know why I we turn the lights off. Right. It was, it was daytime. I don't know why we turn the lights Turn the lights off. Mm. No, I definitely used to see them in Jersey a lot, especially where I used to live in. No, Queens all day long. Hello, who's this? What's up? How's everyone doing? What's up, Kenny? Get it off your chest, brother. Yeah, it's basically the thing with Rudy Giuliani. It's ridiculous. They broke the law. They tried to get votes that they shouldn't have gotten. And they all need to be accountable, held accountable. Well, they are. They are being held accountable. You know what I'm saying? This is just the first steps. I, you know, I, I don't know why people just expect for them to be in prison tomorrow. You know what I mean? But this is the first steps. You got to get arrested first. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is uh, Brad from out of Hillsborough, Texas. Hey, Brad from Texas. Get it off your chest. Uh, I just want to say that with all the attention-seeking that Donald Trump usually does, I can totally see him making them come and get him and not actually turn himself in. Mm, I doubt that. Nah, he's going to turn himself in. Yeah, he'll be he'll be in Atlanta. Because, you know, it's, it's the spectacle of it all. Like, Correct. Donald Trump is enjoying the spectacle of it all. He wants to fly down there. He wants his... You know, his followers and supporters to be there at the jail. He wants to get the mugshot because they're going to put that on T-shirts and yep. mugs and who knows what else. Yes, I think he wants the spectacle of it all. Yeah, he, he, yeah he's going to turn it. He's going to say, if they can do it to a former president, they can do it to you. Vote for me. To, yeah. You know, he's he's going to use it. This is going to be his slogan. He said yesterday, I'm proud to get arrested. See? I'm, I, I can't wait to get arrested tomorrow. I'm proud to get arrested on behalf of the American people. Wow. All right, all right. I'll agree with that. Thank you for taking my call, and uh, good morning. All right, brother. Same to you. So polite. Very right. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name, Mama? Hey, my name's Shade. Hey, Shade. Ooh, you named after the singer? You're mine. <laughs> Shade, good morning. Get it off your chest. Good morning. I just want to get off my chest about messy people at work. Ooh, talk about it. Okay, it be the ones that be older than you <laughs> that be messier than everybody there. Yes. So I was in a situation back here over the weekend at work that happened with two guys that got into an argument. Everybody looking at me like they were arguing over about me. Were they? Right. No. Don't <laughs> I ain't got lie. nothing going on with neither one. Okay. And the one who started all of the, it was his job to get my supplies that I needed him to get. So he made a big deal and argued with another dude like they was gonna fight and all of this. So now the big manager came and got up 
and talk to us about the situation. So why is I'm looking being the one who looked at as a bad guy? Like I started all of this when I just asked him to come do my stuff that he supposed to do. Y'all feel like you missing uh you leaving yeah, stuff yeah, out so. of the story. <laughs> them two guys are fighting over you, mom. No, you flirting no, with them. What you doing about them? Actually, the argument. The, actually, the argument was about him coming to get my stuff. It was his job to come and get the stuff. So the dude told him that you knew it was your job to come get the stuff. So why is you arguing with me about this? I don't know, no, man. No, I can't. I, I need to see the HR reports. Yeah, I it's Sorry, mama. I need to hear the more detailed story. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. It's Phelan. How are you guys? Hey, Phelan. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Well, I wanted to talk to you guys because I wanted... Well, I wanted to talk to you, DJ Envy. I wanted to come to your car show this Saturday, and I didn't find out about it until last minute. So now I won't be able to come. I wanted to be a vendor. Um, at the car show. Are you having any other car shows this year? No, nah, this is the last car show this weekend. It's a two-day car show Saturday and Sunday. But no, this is the last one of the year, Mama. Probably not until next summer. Oh, that sucks. So I wanted to be a vendor. I'm going to be a vendor in Atlanta, Yankee's uh, pop-up shop instead. Can I shout out my business while I have you guys? Absolutely. So I'm a boutique owner from New York. Um, the name of my boutique is Vasico.com. Everyone check me out. It's B is in Bravo, A U, C is in Charlie, I Q U O T um dot com. And I'm gonna be in Atlanta this uh Sunday at Yandy's pop up shop. And hopefully next year I'll be a part of the car show and I can be a vendor there. Okay, no problem, Phelan. Thank you though. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Love you back. And yes, my car show is this weekend. It's the last uh, car show for me of the year. It's a two-day show, Saturday and Sunday. So can't wait to see you guys. Celebrity cars, old cars, exotic cars. Uh, it's going to be so many cars, so many dealerships pulling in with, it, with, with exclusive cars. And then we got the amusement rides, games, jumpies, and all types of activations for the kids. We want you to bring the kids. And if you got kids five and under, they are absolutely positively free. So bring the kids, bring the family, food trucks. There'll be a bar there. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets now. All right. It's limited space because we're doing it indoors and we're back in the tri-state area. All right. Now, Kiki, who's our special guest host? We got rumors on the way. What are we talking oh, about? Oh, we got some rumors. Everybody choosing violence against Chloe Bailey and I don't like it. That's Charlamagne's cousin. Oh, yeah. That is. So we might have to get the strap. Also, Kevin Hart rolling around in some new wheels. I'm going to tell you about it. Yo, did we pack Kiki down? It's the same time. <laughs> this is the second time she said she got the strap this morning. You're from Chicago, bro. Hello? Come on, man. Why are you acting clueless? Is she on our side? Because she said she got the strap twice. She's from Chicago. She's yeah. just letting us know. 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> is a girl here, a woman here with a strap? I got y'all back. Don't worry. Okay. All right. We'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC 
was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest co-host, Kiki. Good morning. And let's jump to the rumors. Okay. Hey, friends. Feel free to make yourself at home. Oh, okay. Say less. Kiki. <laughs> this is the Rumor Report. I'm the cutie around here. Chi-town. Chi-town. On the Breakfast Club. Now let's get into these rumors, child. Let go. <laughs> she got a gun. Uh, yeah. Add that, Taylor. Always Jesus. On, always strapped. <laughs> always strapped. You already know. <laughs> but let's get into the rumors now. Okay, so Chloe Bailey, she's catching some heat online right now, and I don't like it, but here's why. Her sister, Holly Bailey, there's been rumors circulating that she may be pregnant by her rapper boyfriend, DDG. Now, you know, this is our little mermaid, so we are very protective over Chloe and Holly. Mm-hmm. But uh, Holly was you know not addressing the rumor so chloe was online talking about it during a live stream and here's what she said and y'all better keep my sister's name out your mouth thank you amen amen hallelujah you got to get me riled the hell up anyways love you we don't play about no like what the heck period now, to me, that's harmless. You're just addressing people, talking about your sister and right. being protective. Mm-hmm. All right. So since she said that, now, Funky Deneva, he's on Fox Soul's TGIF with our friend Claudia Jordan. Well, mm-hmm. y'all friend. I'm acting like I know Claudia, but shout out to the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's on that show and he had a lot to say in response to Chloe. Let's take let's take a listen to that. I can officially say I don't like her. Chloe Bailey is so goddamn lame to me. First of all, girl, you are Miss Preppy Ashley from the suburbs. Then you came out, you was being all promiscuous and shit, and then now you're trying to be a gangster. None of it is believable, girl. None of it is believable. And I'm probably gonna catch a lot of backlash for this, and without that makeup, she ain't cute. She should have never showed up on that camera with that fat ass face without no makeup. She ain't cute. You're not believable. You're so goddamn inauthentic. That's why you ain't selling all right that's number one the girl is clearly pregnant you really wanted to shut down all you had to do the next day was be like child y'all know y'all need to stop playing pregnant where Ooh. I mean that's his opinion, but uh, I don't agree with any of it. And you know uh, that's that's her sister. Like that's that's not being gangster when you come to the defense of a family right. member. Right. If you don't like something that somebody's saying about your 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 family member, I'm sure you would come to the defense of that person. And you don't have to be a gangster to do that. And how you gonna tell somebody that they clearly pregnant? That's her sister. And then how do you? <laughs> how you gonna tell me that my sister is clearly pregnant? Yeah, I mean that's like you said. That's a family member. That's a sister. Like I mean, I think the the weakest person will come to defense of their family member, regardless of what it is, it has nothing to do with gangster. Now, if he doesn't like her or doesn't like her music, that's something different. That's but his I, opinion, and you know, opinions are like a holes. Everybody, everybody got one. Got one. And, right. everybody, and, the, and the reality of the situation is. Everybody just making content. Like I would tell Chloe and Haley, don't even pay attention to stuff like that because mm-hmm. everybody's gonna have an opinion because who y'all, who who y'all are. Exactly. What else they gonna talk about? Exactly. You know. But I, I, I it's kind of strange to tell somebody clearly she pregnant. I don't know if she pregnant or not, but that's my sister. I think I would know before everybody else would know. <laughs> so Hello. How you, how you gonna tell me <laughs> my sister is clearly pregnant? But it's even outside of just saying that she's pregnant. It's him going off on Chloe like this, and I love Funky Dineva, but this is a Chloe Bailey stand account over here, so we can mm-hmm. argue about it on so Instagram. What you think? What you, what you think about I, what he was saying? I really, I, when he, you know, you can say your opinion, but to call her ugly, to say she's uh, her face is fat, like what was the cause for all of that? And none and, of those things are true, by the way. Right? Chloe's not, far from ugly. And I feel like Chloe catches a lot of heat because people do not like perfection. Mm. Beyonce goes through it as well. Like when you immediately tell me you don't like Beyonce, I judge you a little. bit 
bit because what is there mm-hmm. really not to like? She doesn't mm-hmm. speak much. So what is there to really not like? And I feel like Chloe is going through that a lot as well. Like people are just dragging her at every moment. But what is there not to like? Well, she gets on the stage. She sings. She's great. She's beautiful. What What but, is that? That's how you know you're successful. You yeah. Know, when people, you know, when people have needless criticism like that, that's when you know you're successful. Mm-hmm. Once again, who else they going to talk about? Yeah. You should mm-hmm. be talking about them. And to say she's ugly without makeup, that was like so low. And I love Funky Dineva, but this is a man who used to put on makeup before he got on the camera every day. So, like, let's not do that. I just mm-hmm. felt like that was wrong. So, Chloe Bailey, girl, just stay strong. She did respond she, with some tweets. She said, people be so mad at your happiness, get help. And then, <laughs> and then she retweeted herself. This, or no, a sister retweeted her and said, they need help immediately. Mm. I think so. I'm okay. still stuck on the fact you're going to tell me clearly my sister pregnant. <laughs> I, by the way, I don't know if she's pregnant or not, but you, I, I don't know how you can just say that yeah. with so much confidence. Clearly yeah. she's pregnant. It's my sister. I'm with her every day. I, I, I don't know. I just yeah. don't know how people can say things like that with so much confidence. It's been video circulating. I won't speak on the pregnancy because that I don't know. But girl, don't don't come for her. I don't like it. Um, Kevin Hart. Now, your friends is getting a little old out here because the man is now in a wheelchair. And I'll let him tell you why. To all my men, women out there that are 40 years old and above, uh, it's not a game. Respect that age. Or that age will make you respect it. Um, this is just a public service announcement because I know people may see me out. And I don't want you to be alarmed, but I'm in a wheelchair. Shouts out to Stephen Wiley. I'm going to put this story out there before you do. Me and Stephen, we got into a little debate. This debate was based off of who was faster. Stephen said, Kev, ain't no way you're going to beat me. Stephen is an ex-NFL uh, running back, played for New England Patriots. I said, Steve, you can bet it. He said, bet. I said, bet. We get out there, we go run the 40-year-old dash. Guys, I blew all my shit. Tore my lower abdomen. I, my abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I can't walk. What are we competing for at this age? Why are we like? What are, What am I doing? Stupidest shit ever. Now I can't walk because I'm somewhere trying to get the title of the fastest at the barbecue. <laughs> Ke- Kev is absolutely right. Once you uh, hit, hit hit forty and above, you know things change. Yeah. Uh, but but also sounds to me like Kev needs to add some uh, more running to his workouts, more random bursts of speed. Sometimes you got to get on the bike and just sprint. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It seems like Kev does that. It seems like he does those jogs. But when your body wants to to give out, your body gives out. Uh, last week, uh, shout to uh my Jewish uh, partner Ronnie. He had a, a birthday party. There's nothing but white people, and I came, and they wanted to play basketball. So okay. since I'm the black guy, they said. I'm going to take envy, right? Okay, okay. But I don't play ball with people anymore because people get too aggressive, too rough, and I can't afford an injury. I got too many kids. So as <laughs> I started to play, I realized I don't want to play no more because yes. they play it like it's the NBA, and I want to play like it's fun. Yeah. And they hit me too hard, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pass the ball from now on. I'm not going to drive to the lane, and I'm not going to do that. Come so, on. But shout out to Ronnie and all of them. I had a good time, but I'm not playing basketball no more. I don't want to play. I, I don't want to have those type of games because I my body doesn't heal the same way. I mean, I feel you. It's just certain stuff that you shouldn't do after a certain age, and that's okay. Uh, it's like for big girls, it's certain stuff that mm-hmm. I just don't do. Like what? You know, like what? When we in the club, and they everybody wants to shop their Megan knees, baby. I, I know I ain't got it. I ain't <laughs> Hell, never had Megan knees. Don't you get down there? It's not enough in here to pick you back up now. <laughs> that's don't you get down there? Don't you do it, Kiki? <laughs> so you know what I do, Charlamagne? I, I say, girl, give me that phone. Let me get this video of you. So I go ahead, I hype them up, get the video. That's right. Because you that's know that's right. Better. Don't be it's going. Just, don't, don't do the Megan knees. Wait till the wild. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> when the wobble come on, it's your time. All right. And the cha cha slide. Rest That's in right. peace to Casper. That's come right. on. Don't go chasing Megan knees. Stick to the wobbles and cha cha slide yes, that y'all used baby. to, big girls. I said that cha cha slide down. Okay. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> all of them coming together to pick somebody up. We're gonna be like six minutes. Yeah, no, no, no. Baby, no. Uh-uh. DJs need to start doing the service and start saying that though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Be like, yo, big girls, we see y'all, but yes. this ain't y'all time. 
playing the wobble in two songs. Nope. There's some big girls one. that got some good knees. Though. I was about to say it's always one in the group that a big girl that hit a split, and she represent for all of us. But mm-hmm. I know my lane, I know my territory, and I stay where I'm welcome. Yeah, honey. it look yes. good in the club, but then they get in the car and cry. <laughs> <laughs> Be in the car breathing heavy. Why I hit them damn Megan? <laughs> Okay. You know you you put too much weight on them joints. She got to take it for the team. Jesus. (laughs) All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Teslin Figaro will be joining us. We got to talk about the Republicans last night. They were a little spicy. And then Michael Bivens will be joining us. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlay, you can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code ENVY, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got Kiki here, our special guest host, and let's get in some front page news. Desmond Figaro, good morning. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Kiki and Charlemagne the guy. Peace to Hood Whisperer, Teslin Figaro. Let's let's talk about the spicy debate. Let's jump right into it. Man, I love it. It's one thing that I love about Republicans is the debate season. Uh, they go low, they go high, the jabs, the the all of the hilarious content that they gave us last night. But it actually was a really good uh, debate. I certainly enjoyed it. Uh, the first Republican debate again, 2024 presidential primary was held in Milwaukee. Now, eight candidates qualified for the spot on the stage. Governor Burgum, uh, former Governor Chris Christie, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former UN Ambassador and former Governor Nikki Haley, former Governor Hutchinson, former Vice President Mike Pence and entrepreneur Vivek Ramasamy, and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. Missing from the event uh, was former President Trump who declined to participate. He was, uh, they released an interview, a pre-recorded interview that he did with Tucker Carlson. We'll get a little bit of that audio in a moment, but let's just kind of talk about, you know, some of the highlights. Uh, let's check out Nikki Haley uh, when she uh, threw a jab at uh, Ramasamy about his foreign policy experience. Take a listen. On your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon. You know, I'm not on but the, the fact of the matter, and Raytheon, and you know, Boeing you came off of it, but you've been pushing this lie. Stage, you've been pushing this lie want, all week, Nikki. You want Nikki. to go and defund Israel? This, you want to okay, let me address that. China? I'm glad you, you brought that up. Go and give you I'm going to address that? each of those right now. This is the false lies of a professional politician. There you have it. So the reality is, you have no foreign policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? You know, I, I thought uh, I thought Nikki Haley was super solid. She won the debate to me, and uh, Vivek's what's Vivek's lack, Vivek. whatever. Vivek's lack, <laughs> lack of experience was a point that uh, you know everybody, everybody kept bringing up. Yeah. But the reality is, uh, I think it worked for him. I think being able to get on that stage and say I'm not a politician, mm-hmm. you know, works for him in the eyes of some people, mm-hmm. not all, because you know a lot of us want an experienced candidate. Correct. Yeah, they they certainly saw him as a a threat. You know, everybody was coming at him for the same thing. Uh, over and over, but he, you know, he certainly had his own. You're right, you know, about that, Charlamagne. Definitely had his own, but I think Nikki Haley was certainly uh, strong. You know, she was all those things that they claim they don't like aggressive and, you know, strong and, and making her point. And, and I think it, it really showed. Uh, he also, uh, Ronald Tommy also said that climate change was a hoax. Thought that was interesting. Let's listen to that. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change agenda is a hoax. The climate change agenda is a hoax. The reality The anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. And so the reality is more people are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. Governor, I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here 
the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing stage tonight. Yeah, that was Christie. Yeah, they shouldn't have booed uh, when Vivek said they were they were bought. They should have booed because he said climate change was a hoax. Right. right. Like, go outside, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, okay. like, check the weather. He out his damn mind. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought Chris, Christie was super solid, too. You know, but uh, I think the reason Chris Christie and Nikki Haley came off so solid because they've been battle tested. Like, you know, they've, they've, yep. been, they've been governors. And I like the fact that they both said in different ways, it's just simply time for the Republican Party to move away from Donald Trump. What do you think of Pence? Yeah, they- I didn't. Mm. Yeah, mm. this one, you know, he, he came out a little bit aggressive more than what I thought. I actually thought Chris Christie would have been more aggressive, actually. Uh, I, I was expecting a little bit more uh, from him. He wasn't as vocal as he always is, but certainly, you know, this he's, he's definitely not new to this. So um, he certainly was strong, but I, I did want to see more. But Pence definitely came out to me as a little bit, you know, not having anything to lose. He took a lot of swings at uh, Ramasamy. I guess that's who he saw as his uh, biggest competitor. He mm-hmm. also said something about uh, amateur as well. Do we have that clip? Let's listen to that. We don't need to bring in a rookie when I was governor. I mean, look, Joe Biden has weakened this country at home and abroad. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people without experience. Now that everybody's gotten their memorized, pre-prepared slogans out of the way, we can actually have a real discussion now. So, yeah, so just, you know, uh, a lot of uh, spicy stuff going on. Now, at the same time, Donald Trump uh, released the interview that he had with Tucker Carlson. Let's listen to a few of those highlights. There started with protests against you, massive protests, right. organized protests by the left, and then it moved to impeachment twice, right. and now indictment. I mean, the next stage is is violence. Is, are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? Uh, they're savage animals. They are people that are sick, really sick. So we got many more votes in 20 than we did in 16. But the election was rigged. It was a rigged election. but. And with COVID, they use COVID to cheat a lot of different things, and we have so much on it. It's like so easy. A guy like Chris Christie, the guy left with a 8%, think of it, 8% approval rating in New Jersey. Now he's running for president, and he runs solely on the basis, oh, let's get Trump. Let's, he's like a savage uh, uh, maniac. He's like a lunatic. You don't think he's going to make it to November of 20? Well, I, I think he's worse uh, mentally than he is physically, and physically he's not exactly uh, a triathlete. And I, I don't know what they're doing with the beach. You know, this beach is seeming to play a big role, but they love pictures of him on the beach. I think he looks terrible <laughs> on the beach. He's right. I mean, he's absolutely right. Chris Christie <laughs> does look terrible on the beach. I cannot sit here and act like Chris Christie <laughs> probably does not look terrible on the beach. He's not trying to be a sex symbol, though. Okay. It, it, but I'm, I, I, I totally agree with him. But you know what? I, 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 I totally forgot that Trump was on with uh, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. I literally forgot. But that is a very interesting question that he asked Trump because I'd be thinking the same thing. Like, would someone try to kill Trump? Like, I've had those conversations with people behind the scenes because I don't feel like we'll ever see Trump in jail. Like, I don't think they would put a sitting president in jail. But so. in my mind, I do be thinking they're going to try to offer. I yeah. do be thinking that. I can't say they act like I didn't. So that was a very interesting question from Tucker Carlson to ask that. But I, I wouldn't think that they would put Trump in a mugshot. So, you know, I Here don't know. I, I never think that. I, I never thought in a million years. Because even every time he's been arrested, quote, unquote, arrested, he was never in cuffs. He's, he's never in cuffs. He's never had a mugshot. Yep. So the fact that they're doing now, I, I really don't know. I don't know if all of this is just for theater, though. Like, I don't know if they'll actually go through with putting a sitting president in jail, but they would off Come on. A, a former president. You know what I mean? I, 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 I thought that was a very interesting question from Tucker Carlson because I can't sit here and act like I haven't uh, thought that 
and had those conversations behind the scenes. Mm. So all in all, who would you say? I would say uh, if you had to pick a winner, I would say uh, Nikki Haley won. Uh, mm-hmm. Ramasamy definitely held his own. He got most of the airtime, which he should receive a bump in that for sure. You know, was he the, definitely came to do what he what he went there to do. Was the Sanders there? Uh, the right, exactly. We talked about the Sanders. Was he there at yeah, all? The Sanders I know he was truly there. underperformed. Yeah, Nikki Haley would definitely be uh, my number one. Um, Chris Christie would be my number two. You don't think Vivi got the most press? He, and huh? Vivi got the most press and, and people talking about him out of it because a lot of people didn't know who Vivi was until last night. Yeah, yeah. Vivi, Vivi, uh, like I said, him constantly repeating he's not a politician and a lot of those people attacking him, mm-hmm. you know, helped. I think you know, and he held like, down. Like he, held, him. he held himself down. He swung back. If they didn't attack him like that, I don't think we would be looking at him like, oh, you know, he might be a, a formidable threat mm-hmm. this morning. But being that they were attacking him so much, you know, yeah, he looks like a threat now. But yeah, I think Nikki Haley was my number one. Uh, Chris Christie was my number two. And if Chris Christie was my number one, Chris Christie would have looked like a before picture and Nikki would have looked like an after picture for a diet commercial. Shut up, man. That's not how it went. uh, Pence did ask uh, Ramasamy about his voting record as well. Why did he just start voting? But they didn't get a chance to answer that. Yeah, yeah. people were talking over him. Yeah, Yeah. I saw it. Yep. All right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tez. I know it was a lot today. It was a lot today, but good stuff. And make sure you uh, subscribe to Tesla and Figueroa's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network and follow Tesla and Figueroa at Tesla and Figueroa on all social media platforms. All right. Now, when we come back, let's go to our OG in the game, Michael Bivens. You know Michael Bivens from New Edition, BBD. Uh, he founded Boys to Men, founded Another Bad Creation, and a host of others. And we're going to talk to him when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bivens. Yes. The legendary. The legendary Michael Bivens. Man, Mike, you got a documentary out on, on a person that needs a documentary, and that's you. That's right. Thank the, you, The bro. hustle of 617 Mike Biv. I remember um, putting it together and saying how much I wanted y'all to be a part of it. It was mm-hmm. a pleasure. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And um, it's not easy when you know y'all got a day-to-day and you're trying to get someone to go uptown and to take time out. But I want to tell you thank you. Absolutely. We had a nice screening last night uptown. And, you know, when y'all came on the screen... The room reacted. So mm-hmm. what you're doing here is moving in the room up there. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's always good to have a a, a legend and an icon in your phone. Uh, when you came up here, you was like, Envy always called me every show, every market that I'm ever in. Any, anytime I'm in town and y'all performing, seeing new edition and seeing y'all perform is, is something that I always enjoy to do. It's my yes. happy place because... Like in a documentary, you know, where Charlemagne was talking, he was like, you know, as a kid, you would pick which member of New Edition you wanted to be as right, a kid. Right. So it was like to see that and to actually know y'all and, and to know y- your families and everything about y'all is, is, is it's a real blessing. So what, what made you want to do the documentary? I'm going to say something to you. That comes across strong in the doc. My brother. Mm-hmm. My man went to rock with me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's powerful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that, Charlemagne. What made me do it, bro, was I saw The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Clarence, you know, he's gone now. Mm-hmm. We haven't put him to rest yet, but, you know, he's gone. Rest in peace. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Johnny's out there dealing with that. What a big bro. Um, and to Alex and to Nicole and Jackie. I would say, when I saw that doc, right, I was like, damn, this is moving me. Because when he was at Motown, he's like 
the godfather to my godfather, Gerald mm. Busby, who ran Motown's My Godfather, but mm. Clarence is Gerald's godfather. So when I used to watch them in the office, I'm 20 years old, sponging up all of the game, all of this knowledge, and I'm just like, damn, these is powerful. Mm -hmm. And um, when I saw the doc, you know, I saw Luda, and I saw Shaka, and I saw, you know, Ron, and I saw a lot of people that probably met them in their passion, mm -hmm. but I felt like the kid who put lights on in the building. Mm. And I just said, damn, I just wanted one question and I just wanted to talk about the time I seen Clarence when he wasn't in control. Mm. You know, so I would say, when I come here, I'm going to share the quick story. One time, Lou Wasserman, Sid Scheinberger, they was running Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Universal, MCA, and Joel and Clarence, they were like at odds. So it was like the blacks against the whites. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting in the office, and I'm like, damn, this is crazy. I'm 20 years old. And they just pacing. And I was like, yo, I've never seen these two a little off center so I'm like yo don't y'all got assistance and they looked at me like what are you talking about I said listen man only way you gonna solve this is with something on your stomach so it can ease your mind man tell those peoples to get y'all something to eat cause what you dealing with you seem unbalanced mm. and they looked at me and said damn Michael Bivens so they got lunch and I said listen I'm leaving this looks heavy but I've never seen Clarence and Jello off and I just wanted to say that in the docs. I think docs has roller coaster rides. Mm -hmm. You go up, you go down in the middle. And I just wanted people to know that even when he felt like his back was against the wall, he was still smooth and cool. This is what I love about the doc the most, man. Like I don't, I don't think you get your credit as a, as a music yeah. mogul like you should. And I'm, I, I'm glad this doc is shining the light on that. That that is deserved. Well, you know, to be honest with you, bro, when um after I saw the Godfather and got inspired, that's what made me do it. But I was calling people that I work with. I called Chris Robinson. I called Jesse. I called Stephen Hill. I called people I had success with. Twenty nine million. I'm like, yo, can you help me? And I ain't really get the response I thought I would get. Matter of fact, Chris didn't even hit me back, and I That's like great. knocked the wind out of me, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, damn, I, I got all this great footage. Don't have a director. Don't have a deal, but I got all this archive. So I went and I called my man Mark over at Creature Films. I said, yo, I need an editor, man. I'm going to just take this leap of faith. And he set me up with a guy named Jason. And then my man Fish Grease from Queens, he's been a director down with Lionel and Ralph McDaniels. He said, bro, man, can't no one tell your story like you. Mm. I said, where? So I hired an editor, bro. We had footage. We had no game plan. We had no blueprint. We just looked at everything and said, now that we are jumping off the cliff, let's tell everything in chronological order. And to be honest with you, as I'm doing this, Charlemagne, I realized there's a lot of jewels and gems that I know and seen. I just wanted to make sure I was hitting all the marks. Mm -hmm. So then I'm reaching out to you. I reached out to bro. Please. I reached out to Dick Clark. I reached out to Kid Capri. I, had, I got Snoop. I got Michael Jordan. I had all these stories. And then I realized in telling the story, I didn't have to say too much about what you're saying. I just felt like it was speaking for itself. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, Charlemagne mentioned a little earlier. Do you feel like you don't get the credit you deserve? Like it, when we look at some of your artists, whether it's you know Belbib DeVoe or Boys to Men or Seven O Two or Another Bad Creation, do you feel like when they have those mogul conversations, they always forget about one of the original moguls that you know before people were moguls? You know, it's an interesting question. Do do I feel like my name comes up? Not as not like it should. Mm -hmm. I mean, to keep it honest with you, I was 20, so I had a more successful label than any 20-year-old in the game. 
Um, I got two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I brought basketball to the music business. When I look at ESPN Friday night at 7.30, that started with new addition in the WBLS Short Shots, went to PS201, each one teach one, then to Full Force, MTV, Rock and Jock. So I look at it like there's so many other things too, like the sports element along infused with the music is basically what the doc is about. And I feel like, well, who is it that um, they're comparing me to? Because what I did is something totally different. Like most of the CEOs are just music driven guys. Mm -hmm. I might be one of the only CEOs that was on the ball. I know Master P was on his thing, mm -hmm. but I know he came after me, right? So I, I sit back and say, I ain't gonna beat my chest and say, yo, don't forget about me. I put points on the board. I just felt like, let me tell the doc. Mm -hmm. Let the doc give you a little bit of history lesson so you can connect the years and the dots. And I think um, I'm at the um, 444 tour and Jigga saw me in the audience. I'm standing in the chair, you know, I'm a little dude. And he said some clever, nice words to me, man. Mm -hmm. And that was the first person that did something like that for me in a public situation. Mm -hmm. 15,000 Boston Garden. I didn't even know he saw me. Mm -hmm. Yo, Bev, don't think we don't forgot about your contribution to this music business. You was putting on before anybody. Boom, boom, That's boom. Right. And someone caught it on the cell phone. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning of the doc, yep. I'm blessed by Jay's statement. So I think when it comes to you, it feels better than speaking up on it. Did you ever question like your role in the group because you weren't like known as the person with the crazy vocal range or you knew your role because of what you just said? Nah, bro, I never, I didn't even come into it like that. I came in and know that that wasn't my thing. I just, um, you know, when they asked me to be in it and I did it, it was based on the following I had as a ball player. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I just looked at it like, let me find my way. I mean, the dancing, you know, took me a minute. The singing, I really had to take a minute. Ronnie helped me with the cadence. And then I just started finding my way. And then eventually... I figured out what my role is. My role is to watch the paper. Let's put some clothes on the table. Let's stay connected to the boulevard. Let's reach out to other rappers. Let's let's find a community so that New Edition has a, a long list of friends, long community of folks. And I just always wanted to be the guy that went to the back door. And if I saw someone say, yo, take these two passes, come on in. Cause you know, that might've been the kid from Queens. That might've been the kid from South Carolina who just got home. Right. So I always wanted to make sure they was good. And then when you build those relationships, you realize they become the manager of a new rapper. They the mm -hmm. bodyguard of someone. So you start moving in a whole nother click. Mm -hmm. And that was, to me, my point, God, to make sure that our group stay connected. All right, we got more with Michael Bivens when we come back. You know him from New Edition, BBD, and a host of others, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Mike Bivens. Of course, you know him from BBD, New Edition. He has a documentary out right now. Now, where did you get that business mind from? Because in the documentary, you talk about you were the one reading the contracts. You were the one that had your own label. So where did you get that mind frame from? Wow, that's interesting. It, 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 I guess it came from, I was always a hustler, man. Like, my first job was a sweep on the floor in the barbershop, bro. Like, I saw basketball players with Caesars, and my mom gave me money every two weeks. But I felt like I played a game every Saturday, so I, I built a job in the barbershop. I told money, your floors stay dirty. Let me sweep your floors. You give me a cut every week. First job. Then I run up to the grocery store. Bag the old woman's stuff at the end of the cash register, put it in the cart, run it to the curb, flag her a cab. That was a dollar right there. Mm -hmm. White boy that did all of the bakery cooking in the hood. 
time. I took his trash out on Thursday. That was a dollar. So to me, I was making a dollar, maybe 10. I was good for about $10 every week. Mm -hmm. And I'm like 10 years old. Back then, that's a stack. Right. So I just applied that to New Edition when I saw the problems. Like, this ain't adding up. We ain't really getting our money. And it's too much labor, not enough to show for it. Mm -hmm. And, and it also, you the one that brought uh, Johnny Gill into the group. So that that's like an A&R move, right? Mm -hmm. An executive executive move. Was that a move that you were doing just to fill a role? Or was you being petty? Because Ralph was working on his whole I think, um I think um, Rizzo, um, he was doing this thing. And, you know, we all so close right now, man. We just say, yo, whatever's in the movie, that's the story. Mm -hmm. You know, it ain't really much to it. Those two are like the best of brothers now. And, um... It was just what was needed for new addition. And um, sometimes, you know, it's painful when you make a move, but it's like a baby after nine months when you hoist it in the air. It's a beautiful situation. I love that y'all are all on the same page. Well, are y'all all on the same page now? Absolutely. When I see y'all out now, it's, it seems love, but it took y'all a long time to get there. So how is everything so good now, cohesive now? And, and it seems like everything is, is lovely. Is it age? Is it is it no, money or is it? It's honestly, bro, um, Ronnie's brother um, got sick, Rob, in the airport one day mm -hmm. and um, had to go to the hospital. Love Rob to death. That's our valet, our, our brother. And Johnny and Brooke went to the hospital and they were just sitting there at the bedside. And Johnny called. He said, man, we got to talk. And then Kobe passed. He's like, oh, man, I can't take this no more. Today, Kobe's birthday, too. Yeah, Kobe. happy birthday, Kobe. Yesterday, yesterday. So Kobe through the birthday. pandemic, we was just talking about how life is short. What are we doing? We need to do better. Mm -hmm. So those two instances put me and him on the phone. And then it filtered through Ricky and Ronnie and Bob over here. And then it filtered through Ralph and him over there. And then we eventually merged it together. And fortunately, we was able to do two tours. You know, the culture tour, the legacy tour. And I'm sure when the fans see us now, they, they don't see that friction. It, it, it doesn't even exist. Mm -hmm. Now we just text them like, yo, happy birthday. Tell the little Supremes I love them. Like, it's it's the sentimental hearts and prayer signs. So it, it's a whole different movie. You're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's way better now than it's ever been in life. When it comes to Biv 10, who idea was that? Like, you know, was it your idea I want to start a label? Or did somebody come to you and say, yo, let's, you should start a label? Well, Charlamagne, I've been dealing with that question forever. Biv 10 is the label, but Biv Entertainment was the production company. Mm. So the success of Boys to Men and ABC made Joe give me the 50-50 deal. And it was all, at first it was Nate from Boys to Men say, help us, which turns me into executive. Then it was Gerald saying, well, if you're going to be an executive, you know, this is what I want. I want to present to you. You know, 20, trying to figure it out, man, and having good people around me, Vita Sparks, Dallas Austin, you know, the managers of the group. It was, it, it, it was a good time. And, and to be honest with you, man, you know, I did a lot of that on the road. Like, I'm touring, you know what I'm saying? I'm with BBD. Like, I never really was an office president. Mm -hmm. I never really had an assistant. My assistant was a sky pager. You know what I mean? I conducted business in restaurants and lawyers or anywhere I could get a fax machine. But it was the greatest experience because my first time out, I think the boys did like five after Boomerang. They went to 12. ABC went to two. So I was good for like 16 on my first outing. Wow, so Boys to Men was the first group you found? Or was it Boys to Men was the first group I found, okay. which I met backstage. They kind of found me. I saw ABC at a swimming pool in L.A. Wonder who they was, because I knew Little Dave from Boston. But then ABC came out first, because mm -hmm. Motown didn't know what to do with Boys to Men. Mm -hmm. So Joe said, I don't understand that. We're going to go with the kids. So ABC came second, went first. Boys to Men came first. 
One second. Why was it so hard to believe in boys to men, though? Like, what's so hard to believe about four brothers that can sing? <laughs> you know, you got to ask them, man. Because mm -hmm. I didn't believe that. I thought they I thought they sounded dope. I thought their, their harmony was... After Millie and Lily did that thing at the Grammys, I felt like our timing was perfect. Right. Mm. Everybody was looking for the real. Even with Jodeci, right? You look at it this way. Great records, hood group, boots, whatever. You know, Dalvin's my man. But even then, they had to battle against all those hood records. Mm -hmm. And the only way they could survive is they could go acapella. They always sound good. And we made big records. So we had to show them how great they were musically because some people didn't see it physically. I think with Boys to Men, too, and no disrespect to Boys to Men, I think when they first came out, and it's going to sound crazy, but New Edition was the culture, right? Jodeci was the culture. Boys to Men seemed a little suburbish when they first came out. Not to me. I think a little bit because because of Motown Philly, because because of the way that record sounded, but the way they looked. But even that, I, everybody from even in South Carolina, people started wearing the sweater vest with the shorts. Check this the out, <laughs> mm -hmm. check this out. And I had this conversation with Russell and Andre. You know why I sent them that way? Because mm -hmm. it was a wide open lane. Mm -hmm. Black brothers, bow tie, argyle sweater. What, what is Fat Farm? Yeah, yeah. What Fat was Farm Andre? That, what yeah. was Andre three thousand? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. So they laughed at him, but the thing is, right, that image was taken from a, um, a soap opera, All My Children. It was a kid in the lunchroom, Alex Vanderpool, who dressed like Carlton on The Fresh Prince, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, that's the look. And they fought me on it. It's like, Mike, we look whack. I said, no, you don't. Now they're going to pay you attention. Now they're going to know who you are. Like, run with the sneakers. You know a boy cement outfit if you've seen it, right? right? Check it out. Then I said, we're not going to only just cater to the culture. We're going to open this sucker up. We're going to go do what Motown did. Every Motown ad went Hot 100. They didn't just stay R&B. Mm -hmm. Supremes, Temptations, those is big hot pop records, right? And I think the payoff was in the 1996 Olympics, when they was looking for someone to open it, they invited boys to men. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just the music that got it there. It was the wholesome image. Mm. So that, to me, took a little hit. You right, bro. We was getting hits from the culture, but that's why I was there. They say, nah, well, what they don't do, I do. So whatever, they with me. And this how we gonna do it. And when I seen them open Olympics after Muhammad Ali lit the torch, I said to myself, this is what that look was all about. Mm. So the world can see y'all on the big stage. It feel like when they came out, though, they had instant success. No, it was slow. Okay. Motown Philly was here. Mm -hmm. Motown Philly, it was It's So Hard to Say Goodbye on MTV mm -hmm. that blew it up. Mm. The doors open up on that record. See, and another thing too, people don't realize when I made that record with them and they did it a cappella, they said they wouldn't play it on radio. They take all that dead airspace. They said, we'll never play this record. It ain't no music. So at that time, that was one of the first records that was ever played on the radio a cappella. Which led to shot. Sure, yeah. mm. You see what I'm saying? That was a mm. five minute record too. That wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like back like now. It's a two minute and twenty second record. But it was from one of the coldest, blackest movies. It ever, was. Yep. Right. So you figure even then they were breaking ground and doing something different. But that was a part of the image too to say, listen, we're gonna go with Motown Philly, just to get try to get an audience. But then we coming right down the pike and do what y'all do best. Open it wide open. All right, we got more with Michael Bivens when we started talking about this incident drugs and uh, officials cover up <laughs> you couldn't believe it from iheart podcasts it's like the police knew who he was before they got here a story about money power and corruption the medical school dean at usc 
was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Come back. Morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Michael Bivens. Charlamagne? Is there any artist that you discovered or had a chance to work with early that you wanted to sign, but you didn't? They ended up being big? Well, Jagged Edge came through. Mm, I love that, man. They came through. They was called 28K. I didn't see that one. And um, I had boys to men. Like I said, I had a conversation with Dalvin in the parking lot about helping Jodeci, but I still had boys to men. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I met the Brad. I jacked the rapper. Her name was Shawnee Harris. She came in with a little BBD type hat on, a little studded top and the blazer looking like me as a woman. And um, I didn't sign her either. She wanted to be at Biff 10. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I met Lisa Lopez. She wanted to be me in TLC, so I named her. So those four moments you sit with them? me. Yeah. What, what gave her the name Left Eye? Yeah. I think I did know that. Yeah. Yeah, me and Lisa, we came friends. We was talking. She was trying to get my mind on how mm-hmm. to play her character. And I just looked. I said, yo, yo your eyes are different. He said, what do you mean? I said, one eye is circle and one is slanted. She said, well, which one? I said, the left eye is bugged out. And then she called me one day and said, guess what my name is? I said, what? She said, left eye. I said, go with it. <laughs> well, and that was it. What was your relationship with JD? Because I'm, I'm hearing you talk about artists that you didn't necessarily go with. And he picked up both two of them, the Brat and, and also Jagged Edge. What was your relationship with, with JD back then? Um, I think me and JD knocked when um he did Jump. He did Jump. I, You know, the record came out of nowhere. Monster, he was kind of getting at us a little bit with mm-hmm. the mental clothes. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, like you know and stop acting like he's mental. Right, right. So that that was kind of like our first time interacting. And then, um, you know, when I saw them with the backwards clothes, I'm like, yo, you know you stole my s***. Mm-hmm. We're going to just stop playing games. you going to give me a check or write a record. Mm-hmm. I just cl- got at him on, online a couple of weeks ago. And he was like, Mike, I didn't know that BBD jacket was backwards. I said, yes, you did. You went to the concert. We had our clothes backwards. Because back then, Fade could do more coloring on the back of a jean jacket than you can in the front because you got the buttons. Mm-hmm. So that was the relationship. And then he started coming to the concerts and calling me. He was just sitting on the side of the stage. He saw my kids and everything. And I always told him, I said, listen, man, what we do for these kids is we keep the generation going, man. So I'm happy because I stopped doing it and you keep going and I'm just proud of you. So he hit me up on the box. He coming to the State Farm. Yo, babe, I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. And he was doing that back then. So our relationship was cool. I was just jabbing at him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And just because, you know, I just wanted people to know like, yo, that's my too. I was in my that's my moment. Mm-hmm. And he just caught a little hit. But he, he said, yo, babe, I didn't know. And we kind of let it go. Do you, do you feel you, you signed too many artists uh, on, on, on Biv? 
ten back then. A Biv Entertainment because I remember what video was that? Was it Motown Philly? East Coast Family. Yeah, and everybody you started showing all of these artists at the end of the man, video. You know, we was what we was bugging out. It was a lot. But we, but you know, the funny thing back then, that's what we had. So it was kind of like opening up the No Limit CD and seeing all the releases mm -hmm. coming. We were looking forward to these people coming up. Well, you know, honestly, I still remember the white boys. Yeah, the white boys, the white. I don't guys. even know. I never heard a song. I just remember that from the no, video. I don't think I ever made a record on them either. I think, um, <laughs> I think, um, honestly, I don't know, man. I think I just wanted to help so many people. I'm gonna tell y'all a story. So I'm at Universal Motown. It's probably around the time of the Bad Boy deal, 0304. You know, I'm on this seventh floor over there, 1855. They gave me my whole floor, right? T and E staff for 20. And I ain't selling no records, bro. I'm sitting there paying people. And they called me to an office one day, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yo, babe, we got to talk to you. I said, what's up? You're not selling no records. We're going to get rid of you. First time in my life, I heard someone firing me, right? He said, we're going to get rid of you. You're $10 million in the hole. And you, you, we got to write you off our books. He said, but um, this is what I offer you. I'm letting Biv 10 go, but you can come work for me. You could be A&R here with me. I'm coming in here to shake this up. And I said, well, what about the 20 people? He said, Mike, that's your problem, not my problem. Eh. Right? I said, well, listen, man. If I can't bring them with me, give them a severance and this, that, and the girl, then my team, I ain't gonna lie. This was the best, nicest firing ever in my life, man. Maybe I just ain't got it no more. Mm -hmm. And I just walked out. That's the last time I worked at a label. Damn. Damn. How'd you break that to your label? I told them the truth. Mm -hmm. You know? We in the hole. Y'all been good. We tried. You know, the, 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 what they call it, the fire, the magic is out. And maybe I need a mental break. Mm -hmm. So I haven't even thought about getting back in the game like that. I just went into New Edition and went on to, I just went back to what I knew best. Just go perform, go to box office and go home. You did, what, what mistakes you think did you make as a label exec? Um, I probably didn't build out a, a, a more powerful writing in the producing squad. Because what makes a label, bro? Hits. Mm -hmm. That's right. Right? Maybe I didn't go out and scour the country to look for more talent. Maybe when it was a female wave, I could have got a female. Maybe I could have did a group wave again or a duo wave or even a rock wave. Whatever the wave was, I wasn't in tune to see the voice. So I just fell back. And plus, I was burnt out, bro. You got to figure, 83 to 2004, that's a long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, you just ain't got it, you know. So I, I didn't, and I had to realize it. But I felt like I had respect the day I got let go. Mm -hmm. He didn't really let me go. Mm -hmm. He just let the company. And I feel as though when someone could be that eloquent and that nice and still want to keep you on, I just felt like I couldn't leave my people. So I had to break out. You say you never did a record on the White Boys. Nah, I never did a rap. That was the name of the group, by the way. They was called the White Guys. White the White Guys. Yeah, the White Guys. He said the White Boys. The White Guys. From Virginia. Did you get all the money that was was owed to you from these labels? Um, was there ever a problem with that? You you hear all these stories about black execs not getting what was owed to them. My, my deals were set up different. I had a lot of LODs. Mm. So as long as you got a LOD, man, I'm I'm good. What's LOD? A letter of direction. What is that? Huh? Send my money over there. Send their money over there. You know, so I mm. always felt like I, I never wanted to be responsible for signing a check for an artist. I find that when you sign a check for an artist, you're responsible for why they didn't receive it. Mm -hmm. So I always told the label, what happened in New Edition, I would never do to my artist. That's why I took 50% of ABC's money and got them a trust fund. Mm -hmm. Kids should never be taken advantage of, even with adults in my life. Listen, this is my pocket. 
That's your pocket, your books, and my books are equal. You know, but those contracts are the worst. They've been the worst. So as an executive, I think I set that up right. Joe took care of me. As an artist, hell no. Nah. I think we're giving them too much, man. They got to watch the doc. That's right. Watch the documentary. They watch the doc. Where can they see this doc? All Black TV today. We TV in the month and across seven to eight different platforms. My thing is, watch the doc so you could just see a story about a kid from the city, Boston, Roxbury, who wanted to be a basketball player, who got redirected into the music business, who kicked open the doors and helped infuse ball and music, who brought a certain style to the game, who's probably responsible for a lot of executives having jobs. I got a whole crew of alumni who reached out to the community, stayed in touch with different cats from different hoods from the block, kept the back door open for any hustler that got out of jail, always took Envy's call in 11th hour for a seat at the Essence Festival. <laughs> you know, call Charlemagne, who pick it up, OG, what you need, tell me I want to be like you. It's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's the first of its kind. And it's my directorial debut. And um, it's a soundtrack. Oh, yeah, and you're doing the soundtrack too? Yeah. yeah, there's a soundtrack. The first single's with Rev Run, BBD, called Act Like You Know. The video is shot. Mm-hmm. Snoop's on the album. Slick Rick's on the album. Mob Deep's on the album. You know, it's a very great soundtrack. And I think now with this music, I get to get my CEO on. There's my producer behind me, mm-hmm. Rico from D.C., my Dr. Dre. My executive producer, Fisk, we from Southside, Queens. And my man I run with from Boston Tribe. We we a cool crew. And as you see the doc, you get to see all of the men at this table right here. Your part is hot. Thank you for the kind words. Tonight, watch the doc. The Hustle is 617, Mike Biv. That's what it, it is. Well, it's Mike Biv. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You know, man, we be sitting here having conversations behind uh, the scenes. I don't know why I opened my mouth. You heard that, Kiki? Did you hear that? I'm the only person that heard that. I think that. I missed it. What did, what did he say? Ray, Let you us heard know. that? He said, <laughs> he said that him and one of his homies went to a new edition concert together. Oh. Just his homie. That's kind of strange, bro. Are you jealous? He no. is a little jealous. <laughs> He's a little jealous. I've never done that. Like me and the homies go to a new nah, edition it was, concert. It was Essence Music Festival. I was out Wait there DJing. Oh, okay. And shout out to my, my manager and brother June. We were out there and I was like, yo, let's go check Mike Bivens performing New Edition. So June should have said no. So we went to go see <laughs> the New Edition. It's my it's my brother. Like, me and my bro can't go see New Edition. I mean, yeah. I know that's your brother, but everybody else don't. It's giving date night. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, it's giving that's night out on the town night. with Bay. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> but that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. I hate y'all, man. Let's get to the room, Miss. Come on. Hey, friends. Feel free to make yourself at home. Oh, okay. Say less. Kiki. This is the rumor report. I'm the double duty cutie around here. Chat Town. Always strapped. On the Breakfast Club. Now let's get into these rumors, chat. Baby, yes, for an intro. All right, now I'm not a parent, guys, but I know that kids will put you on blast, okay? And my mm-hmm. future stepson, yes, I'm claiming that, uh, Mega, he's the son of Omarion and April Jones. He you just, love Omarion, huh? I love Omarion. This is an Omarion stand account. I will go on all morning if we can. What mm. does Omarion do? Like, what he do you is like? It's fine. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, I'm, that's I'm, who you should have been taking to the New Edition concert. No. Okay, <laughs> you was going to take somebody. But, uh, <laughs> if it isn't love, why does it hurt so bad? <laughs> No KY was used. That's why. Okay. <laughs> bum, 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 baby. Um, <laughs> I love him. So, yes, this is my future stepson. But he put his mom, April Jones, on blast. They were on Instagram Live, and he went on a full rant about her and her boyfriend, Tay Diggs. Let's take a listen. 
Tate's smoking weed. Ooh. He don't smoke weed. Yes. Did he ever smoke in front of you? Mm -mm, exactly. But, but I smelled it. He does edibles, Jesus. baby. Edibles. Stop saying that on a live. He don't smoke weed. I'm telling y'all the truth. No, you're not. Edibles. Tate don't smoke weed. He doesn't put a weed to his mouth and smoke it. That's not what Tate does. He will do a weed edible. There's a difference. Everybody yeah. say, where is Tate? Yeah, here. He working. He ain't working. He ain't here. He's working. He's not working. He ain't here. We ain't know specifically if he's working or not. Did he text you? Yes. Did, no. Show me the text. Oh, my God. Show me the text. He just sent me a video yesterday, baby. We, me and Tate talk all the time. Mm-mm. Jesus. Ooh. Whatever happened to keeping uh, adult conversations, adult conversations, and keeping conversations with kids, conversations with kids? Man. Even sending the kids in the other room when the adults are talking. Go go watch TV or something. Go read a book. The adults he, are talking. Yeah, I would have stopped that early on. As soon as he said, y'all smoke. Hey, 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 Go in there. Yeah, I mean, if the kid catch you, that's different. You know what I mean? How old is that little young man? Um, He just turned, I think my stepson is like 11. That's Maybe. not your stepson. I mean, okay, sorry. My future stepson. But Jesus. yeah. <laughs> I guess you do have to have conversations around, I guess if you're 11, about weed edibles and stuff. Only not on live. Not on live. I smell the weed. Hey, 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 you don't smell nothing. You don't know what you're smelling. That was a skunk. Right. Yeah, that's, that should be, if, if y'all gonna have that conversation, that's not a conversation for the world. Because then he going to school. He ain't gonna go to school. He gonna say, they smoke in front of me. I was getting mm -hmm. high. Yes. I, I got that, you know, mm -hmm. contact high. Now they gonna come CPS. Gonna come. No. That's yeah, a good point. Hey, hey, shut mm -hmm. up. Yeah, you never know who watching. Like, that's right. Like child Protective Services could be watching. You just don't, you don't, why bring those problems on yourself mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. Everything don't need to be broadcast for the world. Exactly. Uh -uh. And you could tell you don't get whoopings or get popped because, you know, in my household growing up, it was what goes in my house stays in my house. Be quiet. We knew better. Um, when was the last time y'all kids put y'all on blast? Has that ever happened? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> mine, all, mine all the time. Where I be like, I'm sleeping. They're like, Dad said he's sleeping. I'm like, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Or they run up on a FaceTime. I, I, that'd be killing me. But yeah, I'm like, my wig ain't on. Um, in other news, <laughs> Frontier Airlines, they have just launched a sweepstakes. And now I love a cheap flight, fellas. Okay, so I'm all about this. Frontier Airlines announced that they're giving away ed to education borrowers in the uh, latest sweepstakes. They're offering up to 100,000 miles to 100 lucky winners. So it's all about having student debt. Like if you have student loan debt, mm -hmm. you can get these flights. So it's real nice. You got to check it out. And people um, that have this student loan debt can get up to 100 free miles on Frontier. Would y'all take this contest? Like if you just want 100 free miles? What's Frontier? Frontier? 100,000 free miles? Uh -huh. Frontier now, like spirit? Yeah, yes, all, it is. I'm all for free. Okay. If I, yeah, if, if I was in that position, yeah. All right. Well, shout out there. If, if I wasn't already a, you know, a Mosaic member of JetBlue. And or Diamond. I mean, I'm Silver on Delta. Delta. So, you know, oh, Flex. No okay. need for me to, you know. Mosaic and yeah, JetBlue. Yeah, but if I, if I needed that, yeah, I would, well, I would partake. Well, leave this contest for me. I'll take it, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. You, yeah. you fly Frontier? I will fly anything, baby, Good with a wing. Not me. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Not me. All right. All right. You didn't throw that lie on this right. That I is your not. rumor report. I got standards. <laughs> All right. Spirit don't match my standards. <laughs> I don't even know what Frontier is. Ooh, that's what I said. What's Frontier? No. I don't know, but you've seen Frontier. It sounds like it might be the final Frontier. I tell you that much. <laughs> it could be. All right. Well, who are you giving your donkey to, man? Man, four after the hour, we need a brother named Wayne Parker uh, to come to the front of the congregation. There's some things you don't do when you're on the run. And this is one of them. We'll discuss. All right. We'll get to that next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's tough to find that right person. 
especially when it comes to hiring for an open role. With ZipRecruiter's matching technology makes it easy to find and invite great candidates to apply to your jobs. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. Donkey up the day. Damn, the hee-haw again. It's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm ain't trying to be Donkey today no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I I'm not making these people do these things. Call Donkey of the Day and it really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne, who got the Donkey of the Day today? <clears throat> well, Jess Hilarious, uh, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, August 24th goes to Wayne Parker. Now, Wayne is a prime example of money cannot buy you happiness and money cannot buy you what we all truly want and that's love. Folks believe for whatever reason that once you get the bag, all those things are included. But the reality is happiness and love are sold separately. And you truly can't even purchase either one of them. See, let me tell you the story about Wayne Parker. He's a wanted man. Okay, not wanted by the ladies. Wanted by authorities. All right, law enforcement. All right, according to the NY Post, he's been running from cops for nearly a year because he committed almost a million dollars in fraud. Oh, I can't make this up. Let's go to Suffolk News for the report, please. In October 2022, Wayne Parker of Maldenhall was found guilty of fraudulent trading after obtaining more than £765,000 in credit from suppliers. An arrest warrant was issued when Parker failed to appear in court in February this year. Trading standards said Parker presented himself as a livestock owner which allowed him to be given credit by a wide range of companies. He often made no attempt to settle his debts and, when he did, repeatedly sent checks that would bounce. Since going on the run Parker is known to have been using the Match.com dating website and has also been hiring cars in a bid, it is believed, to avoid detection by the police. Okay, let me translate a little. Wayne is 35 years old and he was found guilty of owing uh, all those pounds, which equates to $970,000 in U.S. money to suppliers, but he failed to show up in court in February for sentencing. And you know when you don't show up to sentencing, police be on your ass, and that's exactly what happened. Wayne Parker has been on the run ever since, and I believe that Wayne... Uh, he's gone to see Jay-Z and Beyonce's on the run tour one too many times. And from that tour, he got the not so bright idea to think he could indeed be on the run and be crazy in love, dangerously in love. But he clearly made this decision when he was drunk in love, wanting love, because this man decided to start looking for love on Match. <laughs> Dot com. Mm -mm -mm. Now, I've never been on the run and I would never go on the run if I committed a crime because like presidential candidate Chris Christie, I just wouldn't be good at running. But <laughs> if I did go on the run, I would think the first thing I would do is lay low. All right. That's the whole point of going on the lamb. Right. All right. Another thing I've never done is been on a dating app. OK. And so I did some research this morning and by research, I mean Google. And I realized that there's four easy steps you must do in order to land a date on Match.com. First, they say you have to nail the in my own words section because they say your profile has two main jobs grab the grab a person's attention and keep it you want to inform intrigue and keep the person wanting more so wayne couldn't change his identity he's an international man of mystery and nothing says intrigue like fraud so let's look at his dating profile it says name wayne parker also goes by the name sticky finger steve <laughs> scammy sammy hit a lick rick Fraud Muhammad <laughs> and Kazim. And a lick Rick. Kazim. Kazim? Kazim is with. Oh, that's Nigerian. Makes sense now. Oh, you okay. Yeah. Now, 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 it says, it, says, it says about myself, I'm financially stable as of last week. Uh, love long walks on the beach, holding your hand and your debit card. Love Hello. late night conversations about our past and past codes. Uh, what city were you born in? Name of your first pet. Things like that. And it says, I love whispering sweet nothings in your ear. And I love when you whisper your social security number into mine. 
<laughs> so far, Wayne Parker is checking off all the boxes. He's captured our attention with an interesting story. Uh, he's described his job in an interesting way. Oh, he hasn't actually. What's his job? Oh, his occupation is untraceable wire transfers, d- data collecting, and telemarketing. All makes sense, okay? He described a few of his hobbies and passions in life, and here goes the most important one. Describe the type of woman you are looking for. Wayne is looking for a woman with good credit, a good shoulder on her head, and somebody who is willing to share their life and pin number with him. Look, Hello. man, Wayne Parker is still out there. I don't know how much longer you can run when all folks got to do is swipe right to see you exist. And I know that it's only a matter of time before you get arrested because I am sure your Match.com profile is popping right now. And you're not even going to be able to avoid hooking up with someone that you met on the site. OK, and when you get to where you're going, it's going to be a nice dinner, nice conversation. Hell, you might even get some dessert and her credit card number. But when that date is over, authorities will be right there waiting to put you in matching handcuffs to take you to get matching orange jumpsuits and match you up with a cellmate who's looking to give you the runs because he wants love, too. (laughs) (laughs) Please give Wayne Parker the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. Say peace, BET. <laughs> BET, see you later. Woo. All right. Everybody else, uh, earlier, Kiki, during the rumor, she reported about Kevin Hart, and Kevin Hart had a little uh, kerfuffle. No, he had a curf 40 plus. <laughs> That's what he had. Let's listen to what he said. To all my men, women out there that are 40 years old and above, uh, it's not a game. Respect that age. Or that age will make you respect it. Um, this is just a public service announcement because I know people may see me out and I don't want you to be alarmed, but I'm in a wheelchair. Shouts out to Stephen Wiley. I'm going to go to put this story out there before you do. Me and Stephen, we got into a little debate. This debate was based off of who was faster. Stephen said, Kev, ain't no way you're going to beat me. Stephen is an ex-NFL uh, running back, played for the New England Patriots. I said, Steve, you can bet it. He said, bet. I said, bet. We get out there, we go run the 40-year-old dash. Guys, I blew all my shit. Tore my lower abdomen, I, my abductors. Or torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore him. I can't walk. What are we competing for at this age? Why are we like? What are, What am I doing? Stupid mm. as shit ever. Now I can't walk because I'm somewhere trying to get the title of the fastest at the barbecue. All right. So, question: eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What are some signs you're getting old? I'm gonna tell you something, man. This is, I'm gonna tell you why this is a great conversation because it's a lot of things you don't know you can do anymore mm-hmm. when you're forty plus until you do it. So we are going to actually save some people this morning. Come mm-hmm. on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, what are some signs? It was quickly. I'm just curious. You got one? I got to think about it. All right, we'll we'll yeah. talk about it when I'm we come back. Still pretty active uh, Well, for me, I, I know the main one is I take grown man naps. That's what I call them. Oh, I've been doing that. Naps, that's nothing. I'm 45 years old. I've been taking naps for at least 10 years. Woo. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. All right? 800-585-1051. Kiki, our co-host is here. Our guest co-host is here. Yeah. And we're Kiki asking... Told, Kiki already told us what she can do. What are some signs? Well, that ain't because I'm old, baby. That's just because I'm big. Oh, um, you right. Right, right, right. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You said he called my phone. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host Kiki here. Hey, friends. Now, we're asking 800-585-1051. What are some signs you are getting old? This conversation comes from uh, Kevin Hart. We reported in the rumors early that Kevin Hart uh, was trying to, uh, I guess, race somebody in a, in a foot race and got himself injured. Mm. Let's hear it right fast. To all my men, women out there that are 40 years old and above, uh, it's not a game. Respect that age or that age will make you respect it. Um, this is just a public service announcement because I know people may see me out and uh, I don't want you to be alarmed, but I'm in a wheelchair. Shouts out to Stephen Wiley. I'm going to go ahead and put this story out there before you do. Me and Stephen, we got into a little debate. This debate was based off of who was faster. Steven said, Kev, ain't no way you're going to beat me. Steven is an ex-NFL uh, running back, played for New England Patriots. I said, Steve, you can bet it. He said, bet. I said, bet. We get out there, we go run the 40-year-old dash. Guys, I blew all my <laughs> tore my lower abdomen. I, my abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I can't walk. What are we competing for at this age? Why are we, like, what, are, what am I doing? Stupid as <laughs> ever. Now I can't walk because I'm somewhere trying to get the title of the fastest at <laughs> the barbecue. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Let's start with you, Kiki. Okay, now for me, when I knew I was getting older, and I'm I'm, I'm an early 30, so I'm still, you know, a little mm-hmm. young. But what tells you is when you hang around younger people. Mm. So like my sister-in-law is younger than me. Shout out to Quila. When we go on vacation, I want to go to the spa and lay down. Right. She want to go to the club. We got to mm. turn up. We got to pop bottles. Mm-hmm. And I, I also know when I go over somebody's house and they music real loud. Mm. Like, why is everything so loud? Right. That's when I know I was getting old. And also, when I discovered baseboards in my house, like, I didn't know. I was just living life in apartments. I didn't realize I had to clean a baseboard. And I re- finally figured out what that was. I was like, yeah, mm. you're getting old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for myself, there's, there's, there's a couple of things. Um, one, I, I when I drive now, I listen to the traffic report to see what the traffic is going to be. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Now, also, I, I watch the news to see what the weather's going to be. Okay, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that. Also, um, if I'm going somewhere like I'm texting a long flight, mm. I, I watch what I eat. Oh. Meaning, like, if I, I know if, like, let's say I like cheesecake and right. I want cheesecake before I catch a flight, the person sitting next to me is going to have a bad flight. <laughs> I, I, like, there's certain things I know when I drink too much, I know like I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. Like, uh-huh. there's certain, certain things. The nap thing is always one. Uh, I do the old man basketball. So, you, I, you know, I got six kids. Yes. Um, two boys, four girls. And when I play my kids in basketball, I no longer am competitive real. Like, I back them down <laughs> like my dad used to do me, just old man style and right. just kind of just do like a hook shot to yeah. beat them because I'm tired. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play with them no more. I'm tired. Like, I just want to win and then go. Um, <laughs> those, those are those are a lot of them. And then I got tennis elbow and I haven't played tennis in 20 years. Okay. And I think that's an old man's uh, injury, tennis elbow. Yeah. So I got tennis elbow right now. Charlemagne? Mm. Uh, I was born in 1978. Um, so I thought th- the question is what, what what can't we do anymore after a certain age? Your memory's messed up. I can see it right now. Okay. okay. And he was just struggling with Instagram too. <laughs> he just struggling so with Instagram. Just, I'm yeah. definitely, I'm definitely How do I tag Michael Bibbins? <laughs> can somebody where my knees? Can my knees help me? Yeah. When you get frustrated. What, what can I do anymore? Damn near everything. And especially everything I don't want to do. And it'd be the littlest things. Like I re- I realize now why our parents you know, used to be in like the living room and they would call us no matter where we was at in the apartment or the house or the trailer <laughs> yes. just to get get them some water. Oh, yeah. get the remote you know control. I mean? Get them the remote control. The yes. remote control literally right there. I'm talking about like right there, <laughs> a foot away from you. But boy, when you be on that couch after a long work week or after a long day, you don't feel like getting up to do it. So come use your little young legs and get it for me. Another thing I can't do anymore at my age, What's that? small talk. I don't oh. want any small talk. I have no problem 
either sitting around in silence yes. or if you're talking to me about something I don't care about, I might tell you shut the F up right in the middle of the conversation because I don't have time for the small talk. I don't care in no way, shape, or form. Mm. And, and you know another reason why I, I knew I was getting older? I started wearing Crocs. Oh yeah! I started wearing Crocs. When I went Crocs first, I was like, "Look at them ugly ass old ass people shoes." Oh, nothing yeah. wrong with Crocs. But now Why you ain't mentioned hair dye. Hmm? You ain't realize you was getting old when you had to start <laughs> dyeing your beard and painting your um painting your fade. Hmm? Oh no, Envy! You be out here leaving them little stains on t-shirts and yes, stuff. Yes, he did. He did that. To me. He definitely. No, he did. Didn't. He put it. It was. He de- no. You know what? He had it on himself. Uh-uh. He had it on his. Uh, he had a hoodie on one day, and it was all <laughs> on the neck of the hoodie. <laughs> That little black powder. Yeah, that little black powder. <laughs> you be trying to Kiki, who side you on, Kiki? Who side you on, Kiki? Who side you on, Kiki? He just actually, he just observing like the Why she laughing at me and Kiki? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Why you don't do that no more? You stop? Because I keep calling you on? Yes. That and the Walgreens ran out of Just For Men, so I, I, um, I've been stuck for a little bit. But I got a new delivery coming today. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, okay. You're okay, a hater, Amazon. man. You're a hater. Kiki, don't laugh. I know. Act like you ain't dye your hair before, Kiki. Oh, baby, you know. Well, no, I don't. Oh, I, right. baby, this night I put a whole wig on, so it's a it's Tell a cheat code. <laughs> it's a, a cheat code. Trust me, he would too if they made beard wigs. Yo, shut up. Hello, Storm. Hello. Yeah. Hey, what what are signs? What are signs that you're getting too old, Mama? Well, definitely after the Breakfast Club changed the radio station to the oldies but goodies, and like that is, I remember when I was young, I was like, oh, my, I'm just to this old people station. Now the old people station is my favorite station. Hold on, where you calling from? Atlanta. Oh, they got us on the old people station in Atlanta. No, no, no. No, you all are not on the old people station. Oh, you're on Atlanta. Okay, okay. Yes. You got gotcha. you. Uh, I feel what you're saying. So you like you you love Luke. You drop a load of Luke, juvenile, all that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I feel at home. I feel comfortable with that era. That's our era. That's yeah. our era. You born in the 1900s and seven. I born 1978. That's our era. I don't know nothing else. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Damian Ross from Breakfast Club. How you doing, Damian? What's up? How, how you know when you start getting older, Damian? What, what are some signs? Brother, when you get up and you hear something pop in a place that you didn't expect. Oh Lord, mm. man. Talk about it. Like your back and your knees? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. When I do like this, I be driving sometimes with the steering wheel holding both hands, so I just scratch my arms out, and I'll just hear... (laughs) 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 Hello, who's this? What's up? This is Josh. Josh, good morning. What are some signs that you're getting old, Josh? All right, so I'm a former collegiate athlete, and we was having a kickball event at my job, so I'm like, yeah, let's show out. Let's show these dudes what I'm about. I'm like the only black dude that's even in the company. So I was, everybody was pressed to have me on the team. Next thing I know, you know, first one up, I kick it, get a homer, I'm good. Second one at bat, I'm waiting, I'm ready. I kick the ball with all my might again. This time something ain't feel right. I try to run the first base. Next thing I know, I'm on the floor. I was uh, I was pretty much on IR for the rest of the tournament, man. I, I pulled a hip flexor. Damn, see? Mm. And that's another thing, right? You know, sometimes... You be the only black person in your group when, when you do things, and, and they, they expect you to be the, the best player there. I'll tell you, the other day I played basketball, and I was the only black, shot the run, I was the only black guy there. They wanted me to go busy. <laughs> I'm like, if I get injured, I got I to gotta go to work in the morning. I got right. kids. They're like, my kids want me to play. I, I can't do it no more. I, it, it is what it is. Andrew. Andre. 
Okay, Andre, my bad. Dang. It's <laughs> eyesight good. leaving. They too. got Andrew on the list, but uh, Andre, <laughs> what, what are some signs you getting old? Bro, when you start adding fire, fiber to your diet. Mm. Ben did that. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Yeah, got to make sure you're regular. You got to make sure you're regular, man. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of things that we care about now that we didn't care about, you know, back then. Like, you know, we talk about going to get colonoscopies. You know what I mean? That's true. I, ta- mm-hmm. I talk about all the cardiovascular, uh, yep. cardiovascular tests I've had. Just had one Monday, by the way. Salute to Dr. Puma. You know, you know, in medical. You know what I haven't got to yet that a lot of older people do that I haven't did. Coffee. Like, I know a lot. When people get a certain age, they start drinking coffee. I no, haven't got no. to that coffee yet. First of all, you can't sit here and talk about your bowels uh, easily moving and then talk about drinking coffee. I don't drink coffee. Yeah, I can't. I don't drink coffee because, number one, I don't like coffee. Number two, it does some weird things to my stomach. But. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, uh, not, okay. Yeah. Y'all making me scared to get old. <laughs> Dang, I'm sitting here drinking coffee right now. Well, I'm Kiki, tightening my booty. Kiki, you, <laughs> you, you live in Chicago. Whoa. I all mean. You, all you got to do is go to the wrong hood. Stop, if you don't stop, get stop Shirley. <laughs> no. That's why I stay strapped, though. 800-585-1051. If you're just joining us, we're asking... Uh, what are some signs you're getting old? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our special guest co-host, Kiki, in the building. Good morning. So we're asking, what are some signs that you're getting old? This conversation comes from uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, he got injured yesterday trying to race somebody. Let's listen. To all my men, women out there that are 40 years old and above, uh, it's not a game. Respect that age. Or that age will make you respect it. Um, this is just a public service announcement because I know people may see me out. And I don't want you to be alarmed. But I'm in a wheelchair. Shouts out to Stephen Wiley. I'm going to go to put this story out there before you do. Me and Stephen, we got into a little debate. This debate was based off of who was faster. Steven said, Kev, ain't no way you're going to beat me. Steven is an ex-NFL uh, running back, played for the New England Patriots. I said, Steve, you can bet it. He said, bet. I said, bet. We get out there, we go run the 40-year-old dash. Guys, I blew all my <laughs> tore my lower abdomen. I, my abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I can't walk. What are we competing for at this age? Why are we, like, what, are, what am I doing? Stupid as shit ever. Now I can't walk because I'm somewhere trying to get the title of the fastest the barbecue. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are some signs that you're getting old? Hello. Hey, good morning. Hey, Chanel? Yes, it's Chanel. Hey, Chanel. What are, some, what are some signs you're getting old, mama? Oh, well, I'm in the military and signs of getting old is waking up every morning at 5.15 and this morning I put on my running shoes and I roll my, my ankles. Just put my shoes on. Oh Dang. my God. How old are you? <laughs> I am 38. Oh, Lord. Wait till you turn 40. Oh, God. When you turn well, 40, you're not even going to be able to find your running shoes. Huh? <laughs> being in the military <laughs> is like adding another 10 years onto whatever age you are. So You still a baby, but you ain't going to be able to find your running shoes in two years. Mm-mm. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Christina. Hey, Christina. What are some signs you getting old? Oh, man. Everything. So anytime I do squats, I can hear my knees cracking, like I can actually hear a sound. Yep. <laughs> my elbows crack. <laughs> I'm seeing a spine specialist right now, and I'm only 40. Dang, hey, that's girl. real. Because sometimes when I be doing abs, man, little gas goes can't through. stop. Yeah. I don't even be trying. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's not like you don't even feel it coming. You just do a crunching. 
uh-uh. at the same time. But you know what, too? When the sounds I'm getting old, too, I don't know if this happens, but I pass gas when I sleep now all the time. Oh, you've been doing that. Oh, yeah. You're just doing them big, loud ones that hurt, so you wake up. <laughs> you know, That's hey, how you know hey, you're hey, doing hey, it. Hey, who now? Who now? Who is that noise? My kids be dying you laughing. Who's in the house? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Are you what? Hey, KD from Milwaukee. Who's in the house? No, I thought you said somebody was taking your butt. Oh, God. Why is it always going to take somebody's butt? Because you're farting in DC. You farting about who in the house? Like, what? Hello, who's this? Hey, it's KD from Milwaukee. Hey, KD from Milwaukee. We're talking about signs you're getting old. Well, I know I'm only 30, and it's a bad example for sure. I got to carry a kit around with me that got BioFreeze. Uh, ice packs, Damn. all of that. Damn. Why? What was you doing in your twenties? <laughs> Word. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was always a sports head. So, I mean, recently, like probably like a year and a half ago, I was at a track meet and they had like a little parents relay, and I was like, you know what? I think I still got it. I started running. I got fifty meters of the hundred meters, and all I know is I was on the ground that. How, how, how old I are you? My hamstring, and I ain't been the same thing. How old are you? I just turned 30 in February. Man, y'all is babies, man. If y'all don't cut it out. (laughs) I will tell you another sign is always going to the doctor. If I get a pain, an injury, or any funny feeling, Uh I go straight to the doctor. I'm just having good health insurance. <laughs> no, I go plenty of people who would love to just go to the doctor whenever they feel something. <laughs> they can't because it's helping. I'll go to I'll go to the ER if I if something hurt too much. I go straight to the <laughs> I, ER. I, I I'll tell play. you, I tell you what a good another good sign is when you go to the doctor and you get a good report back. Oh yeah, baby, you be good? so happy, man! I got one Monday. Okay, it says overall my results are excellent despite a high calcium score for your age. There's only minimal plaque in your heart artery, arteries. Furthermore, your cholesterol profile is excellent and well below goal on your current statin <laughs> medication and aspirin. Which I would continue. Your blood pressure and heart rate are those of a man so twenty proud. years younger. Yes. All these factors contribute to a very low ten-year cardiovascular risk. Of only three point five percent optimal. Optimal for men of your age would be three percent. So you are in very good shape. What about your butt? Salute though? to Doctor Puma and okay. everybody at Soren Medical. What about your butt, though? Yeah. Man, shut up, man. Your colon- I mean, colonoscopy. That's what I'm asking. I did that already. I got no polyps, no redness, no nothing. I think you need a second this opinion. I don't. <laughs> that booty brown. <laughs> I'm sorry, all I can think about was sexy red. <laughs> Stephanie! Hello? Hello? Hey, Stephanie, good morning. Good morning. How old are you, Stephanie? 50. Okay, you said now 60. We talking. Now okay. we talking. Now, what are some signs you're getting old, Stephanie? Hey, listen, I've been like five, six years ago, had to go back to missionary. Oh, no. I, I, I can't do the flips, the, the, the tricks, and the turns. So, yeah, we, we back on Mission oh, No more back shots for you? No more back shots. You ain't riding nothing? No more. They ain't riding, they ain't kneeing, they ain't doing nothing. Okay, okay, oh. okay. <laughs> okay, I need, I need to know the measurements. I need your height. Girl, don't do it. Don't do it, girl. Need, come don't on, do come it, on, girl. I think there's other factors involved other than age here. Uh, well, uh, I'm so, so serious, missionary. And it's not for long. I'm gonna get you in, and that's it. I'm so serious too. How tall, How tall are, you? are you, Stephanie? Five two. How much do you weigh? Don't Stephanie? do it, girl. One sixty. Oh, okay. Now, what's the excuse? Ain't nothing little. I mean, a little round, but nothing crazy. You know what right. I mean? She just lazy. She just lazy. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to be bones. These bones ain't right. Damn. Mm-mm. Well, how old is your boyfriend? A husband. Fifty. Oh, sorry to that man. Were you sixty? He fifty. 
No, both of us were 50. Oh, 50. Might be time to tag somebody else in. Yo, shut up, man. Step the up. Okay, I got permission. Go ahead. Oh, you gave permission? Thank you. I got permission. I'm just saying, Kiki. You what, interested? What's what, going on? When, no, she no. Can't, <laughs> when, when she can't do nothing but missionary, it's time to tag somebody else in, especially if he is able to do other things. Is he able to do yes, other things? Right. That's right. I'm not selfish like that. Go on, boo. Do your thing. Hey, y'all are bugging. That's y'all married. Y'all supposed right. to look. Y'all supposed to go all the way to the end. How That's long right. y'all been together? Y'all been together a long time. Oh, 20 years. Oh, this yeah. No, 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 no. He's supposed to take that. This, just care. like if he lose a leg, she's supposed right. to still stay with him regardless. She ain't gonna be like, all right, let me go get a man with some legs. No, she gotta, you she gotta stay that. with him. Oh, I don't want nobody else. I don't want nobody. I love him. I love him. That's right, girl. You stay yeah. with your man. And, he probably be catching chocolate. And you can always get a Vino lotion. You can make miracles happen with a Vino. Who's the All right, never mind. Yeah, we'll go with my mom. <laughs> and she ashy. <laughs> she don't even know who a Vino is. <laughs> she don't know a Vino. She don't know Jergen. You know what oh, I'm saying? She think Gold Bond is where you go when you get locked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> what's, the, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is uh, aging beats the alternative, so enjoy it. All right. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing. Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon. 
and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's jump right straight into it, Kiki. Let's go. Hey, friends. Feel free to make yourself at home. Oh, okay. Say less. Kiki. This is the rumor report. On the Breakfast Club. Now let's get into these rumors, chat. Yes, honey, let's get right on into it. Now, reports say Lizzo's lawyer, Marty Singer, shared photos with People magazine of the former dancing dancers smiling backstage at the same topless show in Paris that they included in their lawsuit against Lizzo for sexual, racial and religious harassment, as well as poor working conditions. To share those pictures is wild. Um, also, the plaintiffs in the suit against Lizzo claimed that they were at the event against their will. With these pictures surfacing, Lizzo's lawyer shares plans to countersue the dancers, um, and he's stating that the photos contradict their complaints. He also brought up the audition video that has been leaked from Lizzo's former dancer. There's audio for this. Let's listen. What's up? It's Ariana Davis from season one of Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. I've been on tour. I've been working with Lizzo for for uh, some months, maybe close to a year now. And it's been so amazing and such a beautiful journey. You know, do what Lizzo's doing. I've, I look up to her so much and 
I just want to follow in her footsteps and not only be an amazing dancer, but be an amazing singer and storyteller. I love to write music. I love to sing. And I just want to share that with the Queen Lizzo herself. I don't mind the counters. The, what, what do the pictures mean, though? The pictures mean nothing. Like, folks smile, smile all the time when they're nervous. Plenty of people laugh when they're uncomfortable or smile. That is true. So what, is it, what does that mean? But to say you were forced there against your will. Oh, I agree with what that. What would you that. say against that? This is the, We take it to the courtroom. It's Kiki mm -hmm. Court. What would you say? Yeah, I, well, I, I will say this. In court, it's... You, you need a doubt, right? You mm -hmm. need doubt. That's what you need, doubt. And that picture might show doubt because, like you said, if I was so uncomfortable, I didn't want to be there, I was forced there, then I post a picture that, that makes it kind of seem that maybe I was fine with being there. But I yeah. will say this, a lot of times, and not on this case, but a lot of times uh, a, an attorney will coerce you into doing something. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, when she countersues back, yep. that attorney's not going to fight that case for free in most cases. So now you're going to have to come out your pocket. So just make sure that it, whatever it is that you know what you're doing and don't let an attorney talk you into doing anything in any situation because these ladies, I don't know if they have money or not. If she countersues, they got to pay for an attorney, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and as far as them uh, going to the club, I agree. Those people was grown. Like nobody forced them to come, but right. they will speak about the power dynamic and say they couldn't tell her no because mm -hmm. she's Lizzo and we didn't mm -hmm. want to tell our, right. our boss right. no. That's, that's That would be their defense, mm -hmm. I, would, okay. I would assume. Well, we always know there's three sides to the story, her side, his side, and the, the truth. truth. That's right. There and it is. When you're dealing with big people, it's a lot of... No, yeah, shut well, up, man. Excuse me? What, what, what about us? See, I just want to see what you're going to say. Oh, Keith, okay. All right. He got a little scared there. In any case, with me is what I said. Don't make me grab yeah, you the strap. Ain't that, stop, you ain't that big. Stop saying that. You keep saying that. Well, I mean, I have to represent for the fine and fluffy, and that's what I'm here to do now. <laughs> fine so, and fluffy. Yes. I've never heard that one. Well, shout out to my brother, Tone Capone. That's how he describes me, and I love it. Um, now, let's move on to these crazy celebrity fans. Now, y'all know, since I've been here, I love Ja Rule, and I love Omarion. Everybody know that. Yes. But I'm not crazy enough to try to run up in their house. And this is what's been going on with Nicki Minaj and others. Let's get into it. It was previous reported that Nicki Minaj had a swatter who had been calling the police to her house with false reports of child abuse and fires. I love this. This is crazy. But luckily, Nicki took to Twitter yesterday to reveal that the swatter has been identified and a warrant for her arrest was issued. She I followed up by asking, is it worth it? She said, it. "What hashtag, was it worth it, Dumbo? I love it. <laughs> Drop on the clues bombs for Nicki Minaj. I love it. No. Get I her ass locked up. Yep. Mm. Get her thrown under the jail. Yeah. No mercy, no grace, no nothing. Because that's, the, you know how intentional and evil that is to pick up the phone mm -hmm. and, and do a SWAT call and say this person no. is abusing their child and whatever else she was saying. Like, right. come on, man. But, but think about it like this. Think about, you know, let's say you are like Kiki and you have, you have your, your hammer with you, your strap with you, and they run up in your house. You don't know it's a police officer. And Ooh. all of a sudden, Kiki starts oh, no, firing no, 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 and no, they no, start no, firing. You know when SWAT come down. Come that on. can go real bad. It could go bad if yeah. you don't know what the people are doing. If, if they sleeping but, but, and all of a sudden SWAT, somebody kicked down nah, the door. But you, but you know when SWAT come though. How you gonna know? You, you sleeping. Do you, they come like that? I don't know how SWAT they, comes. I don't think they knock on the door and be like, hello, hi, hey, oh, how you doing? They just kick down the doors and come running in. Yeah, I, I would think. Yes. I don't think SWAT kicks in doors. Oh, yes. They, and they, they, do? they lay everybody down according uh, you mm. know, to my life. Well, how you um, know about this, Kiki? Uh, let's move on. Um, Big Sean and Janae Aiko also have some uh, issues going on with a crazy obsessed fan. They were in court for a 29-year-old male with the first name Ian who has become dangerously obsessed with a couple showing up to events, concerts, and even their home. He uh, recently caught on to the property trying to break into the house and it was reported that Janae is obviously fearing for her safety. She went to file a restraining order, but the request was denied by a judge. Now, see, you deny my request. Now, anything I do after that I can't be held responsible in my opinion 
Yeah, you you, you can't deny that. I yeah. mean, if, if they have a, a person that's acting a little crazy and I got my child and my kid, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I got to defend myself and I'm sure that restraining order was meant for them to defend themselves. So now if you come in my crib or on my property and I feel fearful of my life, I got to defend myself, right? There it is. I'm going to grab key, key strap and let it go. There it is. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> hmm? I ain't hear the story. I got distracted because I was Googling the squat kick down door. See, see here, so here you go. Know. Here you go. That's <laughs> it. No, 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 no. That is your rumor report. People's choice mix is up next. I'm trying to figure out doors. 585-1051. Let's get to the mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Kiki is here, our special guest host. Hey, friends. And uh, caller 105 right now, 800 585 1051. I've been telling y'all my car show is two days away. So, caller 105, you got tickets to my car show. We're back in New York. Uh, celebrity cars, exotic cars, old school cars. It's a family fun day. So, think about a day party for families. There's going to be music, activities, and so much going on. Rides for the kids, games for the kids, and so much more. But, caller 105, you'll be in the building. And if you don't, when don't worry you could get your tickets just hit up event bright or event no war all right now kiki how you doing thank you for joining us these last couple of days well, thank you guys for having me i really love it and so listen this week you'll be doing you'll be on three stations this week right so you did breakfast club this, yep. this week absolutely last two days. yep mm-hmm. i'll be on kiss fm with the fred show in chicago back mm-hmm. tomorrow Shout oh back fred. tomorrow yes i don't take days off okay um i'll be on wgci on saturday two to six every weekend that's okay. me and then uh, shout out to Q93 in New Orleans. Y'all on Q93 in yeah, New yeah, Orleans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I do that Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, now we got to give you a gift because, you know, Fred Fred texted Kiki and said, <laughs> hurry up back. They got rats in New York. <laughs> He's right. He's right. But we gotta send. We gotta send him back some a gift or some maybe some Timberlands, some Air Force Ones, some halal food. Oh, I something. thought you already had the gift the way you was talking. No. <laughs> he talking about he looking said. at you I like send the cash out. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta give him something. Fred it's okay because okay? I got gifts for y'all. Oh, okay. Yes, I did got, come Kiki? with some gifts for y'all. I want to give you. those um, before I leave. So go ahead and open your gifts, guys. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me see what we got. And you see, I use the rainbow color paper because oh. I want to respect y'all oh, lifestyles oh. and represent. <laughs> and what's um, this? What's this? It's a nice little bull snapback hat. No, this is yours. This is yours. No, no, this is yours. This well, yours. no, actually, I meant it that way because I want y'all to represent each other when y'all no. not together. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I rock with the bulls. Yes. I appreciate it. The bulls okay. is legendary. The bulls yes, is like, you know, we yeah. all love the bulls in the 90s. Right. And I got well, y'all so names much. put on them and Thank everything. Thank you very so. much, Kiki. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me, okay? I love it here. And, um, you know, sharing the Breakfast Club family with me. So, you know, it's been a good time. We, we got you something too, Kiki. What Man, is stop it? lying. What, what we got? We ain't getting looking around. We ain't got lying for no reason. We got nothing we can give on the way out. Somebody give me a gift. We gotta give back something. Let me, let me. You know what y'all can give me? Can y'all at least like a picture on my page to let people know yes. y'all mess with me? Y'all ain't even fact, gotta follow. We don't follow you. No, you know you don't follow. I me. didn't know that. Let me follow okay, you right I now. Okay, I mean at on air Kiki K E K E. That's the that's the gift on that y'all can give. On air Kiki. Yes. On air K E K E. I see it right here. There you go. It's a white girl. Let's not, not no white girl. You're on the wrong page. <laughs> on air Kiki. The first person I see is Omario, and that's how you ask the right Kiki. K-E-K-E. Oh, duh. K-E-K-E. Man, his hearing is really going. He's old. He's old. old. Every Kiki from Chicago spelled Kiki, K-E-K-E. Yes, we do. Okay, I just mm-hmm. followed you. Thank you. You see Omarion, right? That's the gift. Yeah, that's the right Kiki. Yes, there. I do. Okay. All right. I keep it on brand. When we come back, <laughs> the positive note is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout to Kiki, our guest co-host. And also shout to Audible, all right? They're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, all right? And they got new titles on Audible free all summer long, including words and music volumes from Snoop Dogg, 
And shout to DJ Drama's Gangster Grill. It's a, uh, of course, he has conversations with Two Chains, Little Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Jeezy, T.I., Pharrell, and so many more. Here's a sample of the Gangsta Grills. It's not just ad libs, right? There's an uh-huh. art. You know, the best EDM DJs in the world just know when to drop it. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, how do you figure out what it is and when the right moment is? Yeah. I'm like a chef. That's the best way for me to describe it, you know? Like, people bring me their food and I bring it to my kitchen. You know, I have all the right spices. My oven is the most immaculate ever created. And, you know, I turn it to 425 degrees and it's like, it's the reason why I've been so successful at it. And it's been so sought after for two decades plus in our space. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the shit when it comes to mixtapes. So what can I say? You just know how much pepper, how much salt. It's like Chef Boyard drum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can listen to free. Go to audible.com slash hip hop forever. And while you're on Audible, check out my book, me and my wife's book, Real Life, Real Love. Check out Charlemagne's uh, two books that's out there. You can check out State of Emergency. What else you got on Audible, Charlemagne? Oh, man, we got so much stuff on Audible because, you know, uh, we got a partnership with Audible, me and Kevin Hart, our company, SBH Productions. So we got a Finding Tamika by mm-hmm. Erica Alexander and Color Farm. We got Summer of 85 uh, by my guy, Chris Morrow. We got uh, the, our latest releases, Unleashed for Love. It's an audio romantic comedy, audio romantic scripted comedy. Uh, starring Alicia Renee and Logan Browning and Pretty V and Jess Hilarious and Portia Williams, Giselle Bryant. We got Jasmine Guy and Kadeem Hardison playing uh, Alicia's parents. So, yeah, man, go to Audible. Check out all of those projects and many more, man. I love Audible. All right. Genuinely love Audible. Not just because we're doing an ad for Audible. It's because we got a company at Audible. But even if I didn't have the company at Audible and we weren't getting paid to do ads for Audible, I would still listen to Audible because I was doing that before we were getting paid to do all of these things. Correct. Yes. All right. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Kiki here, our guest co-host. I just got to ask you one question, Kiki. Yes. Now, up here for the last couple of days, you've been saying that your two people that you love so much is Omarion and Ja Rule. Yes. Now, tell us why. Okay, so Omarion, I was obsessed with B2K. Okay. I was one of the girls chasing the vans. Like, I was really Really? Upset. Oh, yeah, the whole spray-painted shirts. Kiki and Omarion forever together. Like, it's a real serious thing. Um, So, I love him. Mm-hmm. He's the top of the list. Okay. okay. And I'm manifesting our marriage. And I feel like I'm one millennium tour away. Because every year we get closer and closer together. I've interviewed him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's he going one more millennium tour. You never I interviewed him. him? Yeah, I've interviewed him okay, a okay. bunch of times. All right. We got a good relationship. Now he knows who I am. Okay. Okay, so I feel like I'm getting closer to him. So let's say, well, so let's say you're in a situation, Kiki, right? Yes. Let's say you got a boyfriend or whatever it may oh, yeah, be. Yeah, I do have a man. Uh-huh. So you have a man. And yes, your man I- knows that you have this love and devotion for Omarion. Yes. That's but you guys know I don't, see, I don't have a ring on my finger. So damn. although I'm in a relationship, I'm technically is, single. Y'all is that know the this. pressure you putting on him? Like, look, <laughs> until you put a ring on my finger, Omarion is still 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 on the table. We one millennium tour away, baby. Damn. <laughs> he know. Have he you ever mistakenly called him Omarion? Oh no. Or, or if you get in an argument like Omarion would never. <laughs> well, yes. Oh, I, I would goodness. absolutely say that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yes, that sounds like me. Okay. <laughs> now, and and Jaru? Jaru, I just feel like. I've always held Ja Rule down through the whole 50 thing and I love 50 mm-hmm. too but I feel like Ja Rule never gets the respect that he deserves and mm-hmm. he was such a big important part of my childhood mm-hmm. and all them records still hit so this will always be a Ja Rule Irv Gotti I used to think I was going to work for Murder Inc. one point in my life Did you? Um, yeah. it still might it's still possible it could yeah, they, Ja and Irv still got a lot of businesses what you said is very uh, true not only 
Ja Rule's music has just aged very well. Yes. That's just all it is. It's yes. aged very well. As I'm grown now, it's very age-appropriate music, I feel like. But we didn't ride for him or appreciate him when 50 came on the scene. I feel like nobody was loyal but me. Did you have so, the strap during that time? Um, I did. That's why I wanted to work for Murder, Inc. Okay. I felt like it was on brand. <laughs> gotcha. But, you know, I've, gotcha. I gave gotcha. my life to the Lord. So, no, now I'm here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Solomon, you got a positive note? I do. Before we do the positive note, I want to tell y'all, make sure to go check out uh, Jess Hilarious this weekend at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. She'll be there uh, all weekend, Friday and Saturday. Salute to everybody at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio, man. Had a great time there earlier this year when Duvall was performing there. So uh, make sure y'all check out Jess Hilarious this weekend. And I want to tell y'all that the positive note comes from the late, great Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou once said, I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. Mm. Have a good day. Come on got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus? You may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
Sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.